dance, it's not uh, just my job. Dance, it's my life. It's my life. Dance, it's me. I cannot understand me without dance. Whether you're a professional dancer or just started falling in love with ballet dance, welcome to the Ballet Dance Life podcast. Here, we are diving deep into all facets of ballet dance world that cannot be found in a workshop or an audience seat. Every week, you will find new, honest, thought-provoking, inspiring, and educational conversation with top leading professionals of our industry. I'm your host, Jana Komornitska, and I'm honored that you are part of our dance tribe. During the COVID-19 crisis, Jelena's BDE is donating class content by Jelena to help students and teachers to transition to the online platforms, hoping that these classes would help them survive in these uncertain times and keep their dance community thriving. For more information, search for hashtag TogetherWeMove or write to info at baladanceevolution.com. I will include both hashtag and email to the show notes of this episode so you can find them easily there. Hey, 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 guys, how are you doing? Welcome to the podcast, Baladance Life Podcast. And today we have such an amazing guest, a legendary ballet dancer, Natalie Becker, who is famous in so many different aspects and fields and roles that I feel that to describe all her achievements, it has to be just a separate podcast just for that. <laughs> but a couple highlights about her amazing career. She is a world-known teacher, choreographer, judge, event organizer, and costume designer, along with many other um, roles and aspects that she is contributing to the ballet dance community. In general, she started her dance and artistic journey at the age of five, but it wasn't ballet dance at first. She is a professional choreographer with multiple achievements in the genre of world dance, which is traditional dances from all around the world. One of the highlights of her career in that genre was uh, the prestigious national award, the perfection in the category, the choreographer of the year in 2005. But of course, a big chapter of her dance story was dedicated to belly dance, of course. And in the area of belly dance, she has literally dozens, literally dozens of uh winning award-winning performances all around the world both in Russia and internationally along with her solo career she also raised multiple international stars of the modern ballet dance scenes uh, such as Simona Minisini, Anastasia Bisarova, Abru Becker and many others her dance ensemble Oasis Dance has been successful touring all around the world too and together with uh, different events that she is organizing, and some of them we also discussed in this interview, Natalie is also the president of internationally uh, charity Europa Asia Fundraising, which supports uh, the ballet dance development all around the world. 
I'm really super excited uh, that we had the chance to have this interview and it's such an interesting to see how uh, different generations of ballet dancers, they develop their own career and their dance path and how now they uh, collaborate and exist and uh, literally it's very difficult to imagine uh, not only a Russian ballet dance scene but in general international ballet dance scene without contribution of Natalie. So I'm Really very excited uh, to dive right into it. Hello, dear Natalia. I'm so happy to talk to you today and to feature you on the Ballad Dance Life podcast. Welcome to the project. <laughs> uh, I'm very glad to. <laughs> Thank you for inviting me. Oh, my pleasure. I would love to start our conversation uh traveling back in time to the very, very beginning. I know that uh, dance was in your life uh, from the very childhood and you were very active. You were even touring with uh, dance groups, uh, but it was not ballet dance in the very beginning. Uh, can you tell us, uh, please, uh, when was the moment that you saw uh, specifically ballet dance or you kind of got interested exactly in ballet dance in your dance life? Uh, yes, I'm a choreographer. Uh, I um, study classic ballet. I study uh, character uh, folklore dance, but uh, not for Arabic folklore. Uh, I say every time I study normal folklore, Spanish dance, uh, Mexicanish dance, Gypsy, Russian folklore, classic country folklore dance. Uh, it's my, uh, I'm profi, I'm choreographer. Uh, but uh, I was uh, 29 years old. I come first time to Turkey uh, for holiday, just for holiday. Uh, after uh, my work in Japan, because I work uh, in Japan about two years uh, with the Russian Review Ballet. And after my work, from Japan, I come to Russia, I come back to Russia, and I want to go to Turkey uh, for holiday. And first time I saw ballet dance in Turkey. And um, this time I was 29 years old, and uh, I try to repeat, uh, I try to um, study ballet dance in Turkey. And uh, my first teacher was guys uh, from Azerbaijan, but he worked this time in Turkey. Uh, and um, I just start uh, like hobby, like uh, it was funny for me. And I was uh, very professional with my dance, uh, like choreograph. And... Uh, I start just for hobby, belly dance. And I come back uh, from my holiday to Russia and uh, I ask, uh, where can I uh, study belly dance in Russia? But this time it was uh, 23 years ago. Uh, in Russia, we don't have belly dance school. Uh, but 
my family from Germany, and I visit many time, times Germany. And in Germany, I saw main Berlin school, and I start really very hard um, training and very hard study belly dance in uh, Berlin. So it was my first step uh, for this belly dance. Mm. It's so interesting to see that only in 23 years such a big difference in the belly dance community because now to imagine that there is no belly dance schools in Russia or like not many <laughs> nobody would believe because it's <laughs> some countries that are right now the most popular um, dance style is typically like in uh, uh, Eastern European countries belly dance is the most popular I guess almost like around the yes. world <laughs> um, exactly exactly I also know that you were, in the beginning of your ballet dance uh, journey, you were very actively participating in competitions. And you have so many different awards and achievements in this field of competitions all around, like in Russia, in Germany, like in other, many other competitions. I would love to ask you, because now you are very like on a completely different, uh, let's say, um, you're still involved in the competition world, but in a completely different, uh, in a completely different role. Now you're a judge, you are organizer of competitions. I'm really curious your opinion. How competitions are different now from what it was used to be like 15-20 years ago then you were actively participating as participant of the competition. What's the main differences, if there are any? Uh, you know, before uh, maybe 23 years, 25 years, uh, we uh, just start in Russia, just start, and this time we don't have a big festival. For example, my festival or the festival was big, first big festival in Russia. Uh, we don't have festival, but this time we have competition. Uh, for example, uh, in uh, Germany, uh, this time, 25 years ago, was many, many festival, but not so uh, many competition like in Russia. And um, uh, I think we little bit, uh, we complemented each other uh, because we take it uh, rules um, to Russia for festival and we give many rules uh, for Europa about competition uh, because in Ru in Russia Russian girls Russian dancer uh, very very like it uh, competition really and we are so hard in competition and uh, we work very hard for competition and I think it's helped for us. We uh, very um, quickly study belly dance. Now we have a lot of school and very hard and very high level uh, school. I think uh, we have 
so high level about competition too. This competition helped us this time go up. Why do you think competitions uh, became so popular, specifically like in Russia? Uh, I think uh, it's uh, about uh, mentality. We like so much, we'll be first. <laughs> uh, yeah. Uh, also, I cannot uh, avoid not asking uh, you this uh, question, but there are many discussions in the dance world if competitions uh, give or take more from the art, because even if then a competition can exist in the dance world in general, if it if it has place to be and what do you mean competing in dance, it's art, etc. What is your, like you briefly mentioned that it gave a lot, but what is your opinion looking at today's situation and how so many dancers put so much attention just on the competition results and like, oh, the competition, competition, competition. What in your opinion, uh, they definitely strengthen the skills, uh, the technique skills, but does it justify things that they kind of take away uh, from the art uh, element of dance? What do you think about that? Mm. I think uh, competition in all world, uh, it's very good for belly dance because, um, look, belly dance, oriental dance, it's uh, not uh, our traditional culture. For example, it's culture not from Russia. It's culture not from Germany. It's culture not from Canada and Japan and another city, uh, another country. Um, but I think Oriental dance, it's international feminine dance. Uh, but we need to understand it's not our culture. And if we want to dance here, another people, another people from our country not understand nightclub uh, oriental dance, like in Cairo, for example, uh, like uh, Lebanese and like uh, Turkey. Mm, we cannot dance in nightclub uh, oriental dance. Where can we dance this oriental dance? If we like this dance, I think we can dance just in big station, in festival, or in uh, competition. Not another way, because we don't have nightclub with oriental dance. We don't have publicum, uh, people who visit nightclub for belly dance. No, we don't have a system like this. We have... Uh, fan of belly dance who visit uh, our festival who visit uh, our uh, competition and uh, like so much to see this art but I think art um, not I think I know because I'm choreograph I'm not nightclub dancer I'm choreograph I know in stage in station uh, dance has rules and if we want to dance oriental dance in the stage we need to know many uh, rules for station and now we in uh, all world uh, 
um, give for oriental dance, art culture, not folklore oriental, art rules, art culture. And now in uh, many countries, I think all world, uh, we see like mix uh, rules, art culture, plus um, exactly oriental culture. I think it's more interesting because these dance can understand all people in the world. But uh, belly dance, original, 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 I think not everybody can understand. Yeah, that's definitely uh, true that we need to take in consideration a specific country and uh, it's not only about uh, uh, us as dancers, it's also about opportunities we have and audience that we can perform it to. So from this point, definitely competitions, uh, I think they played big role on popularizing ballet dance on a big stage and also given opportunities for dancers to showcase uh, uh, their uh, performances. And then also uh, based on a different like sort of uh, social and cultural environment of each country and mentality in some countries, it's more about like hafla's and uh, just showcasing uh, opportunities. And in some countries, it's more about competition uh, environment too. You now, as a judge, uh, not only judge, you also help dancers as a choreographer to prepare for performances. Uh, but if you are talking about competition, you as a judge, what is the main quality in dance performance that you are looking for? If you had to choose one, I know it's always a complete picture has to be, <laughs> but if you had to choose like one, would, what would you think would be the most important for you to see in the dance uh, performance to showcase that it's a professional, uh, great performance? Um. Of course, uh, like uh, if I see a competition like judge, uh, I uh, I look uh, technique, I look uh, image, I look uh, um, choreography. But if I see, for example, one, two, three girls about the same. Um, level, uh, technique, choreography, image, I think the best for me who have some um, special, something special, not um, not similar like another girl, because now I think uh, not good um, situation in competition, uh, special uh, in competition I see Many dancers, very good technique, very beautiful costume, very beautiful girl, and similar, 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 similar. And I cannot use something special. But if I see a really special girl with energy, with the power, I think uh, she must be the best for me. Mm. Because now in competition, really, 
I see very hard dancer, very hard work, uh, very high level. But I see many, many similar dancers. It's not interesting. For me, it's not interesting. Right. Okay, yes. it's good, uh, good technique, good, uh, it's beautiful, but not interesting. Uh, I see maybe 100 uh, dancers in competition, uh, competition finish. I don't remember. Nothing. Nobody. In, uh, I don't remember. Not star. You understand what I mean? Oh, absolutely. Individuality always uh, wins. <laughs> um, yeah, yeah. You also help dancers uh, to prepare for performances, including for competitions. As a choreographer, you do, you create uh, choreographies for performers, you help them to, to prepare it. From the choreographic point of view, how do you help dancers to bring their individuality on stage? What is your, in general, even choreography process that you're creating choreography for someone else? <laughs> uh, you know, first, uh, like teacher, like choreographer, I work with the, uh, my student or with the student from all country if I start to work, I see in this girl with who, uh, with uh, what, what, what I see, I, I see first uh, individual. I must understand she, for example, uh, many choreography I do, I, um, I do, I, many choreography for uh, many girls from many countries, but it's really a different choreography, a different style, different move, different uh, feeling, power, totally different. Because uh, I think uh, it's not uh, good when teacher uh, teach and work with some student and show move, power, uh, combination, like for him, for example, for myself. No, mm -hmm. I forgot myself. I move, I do step, and I think like my student. I'm not me. Salah. I try to stand inside what think, what want, what want do my student. Uh, because many choreography, many teachers, uh, like stamp. For example, if I see choreography, I can uh, understand who picked this choreography for this student. Because the same combination, the same move, the same style. I know, oh, this choreography from this teacher. Oh, this choreography from this teacher. But it's not good. Teacher repeats self. Uh, she teacher not understand individual this student, this girl. This teacher don't go inside. Don't take from inside individual. Don't help show individual for this student. I think it is problem, really problem. 
Stamp, stamp. And how do you solve this problem for yourself? Let's say, let's imagine, for instance, like me, Jana, I'm messaging you like, hello, Natalia, I would love to order choreography for you, from you. Can you help me to, to prepare for performance? What would be your process and step? Because it's very difficult. Like we talk about this bringing individuality and dance, but it's a lot like, um, in theory, it's clear, but it's, Like, how would you actually, like, in practice, at least a couple of, like, tips or, like, your process, how how you start approaching if someone messages you and uh, uh, asks you, okay, can you please create a choreography for me? <laughs> First, I see, I ask from the girl, she must to send me what she danced before. Or many, many performance or competition or in festival, in the stage or the, in training. Uh, I want to know how she moves, uh, what she dance, uh, which costume. Uh, and uh, I try to connect with she because for, for me, very interesting uh, what she likes. Uh, which music, not uh, just oriental, normal, maybe symphony, maybe uh, pop music, uh, maybe some, uh, she likes some cinema. We just talk, talk and uh, I want to understand. Or maybe I speak with she about some gallery, uh, museum. I want to understand what she, uh, which level she has in um, inside mm -hmm. uh, because uh, uh, I want she, uh, I want to know how she is intelligent because uh, dancer speak with not just with body uh, she speak with the eyes what you have inside you can show with your eyes How many you have inside? I want to understand this. And after I can take, if you have a lot, a lot, and you can show a lot for the public and for the people. If you have not a lot, <laughs> I show maximum what you have. <laughs> You understand? <laughs> yeah, it's very interesting how you also put so much emphasis on eyes as uh, I almost say like a mirror of what we have inside and our inner world and emotion, which is obvious, of course. But I also love your... Um, I found... Uh, one of your posts that you identified as a ping-pong eye <laughs> on stage. <laughs> uh, can you talk? Because the post was in Russian. I'm pretty sure for many dancers now, listeners will be interested. What do they mean by ping-pong eye? <laughs> yeah. You know, um, before uh, I was a child, I started with the sport, gymnastic. And... Uh, Uh, after I go to dancer, uh, to dance, um, and, uh, mm, I like so much ballet and, uh, I have uh, many contact with the very beautiful dancer, ballet dancer and choreograph. Uh, and I think I can take rules and, uh, see 
system, how really a very high level ballet choreograph, ballet master, uh, work with the artist uh, ballet. And I take these rules from ballet and I, uh, and this system helped me with my work with the uh, of ballet dance. It's a uh, ballet system. It's uh, 300 years old. It's really a very big system. Uh, school, ballet dance school, professional ballet dance school, maybe just 50 years. It's young <laughs> system. Uh, I think it's very good if I take something from the rules I take and with this system I can more mm, good work with my student and uh, special help uh, this system help me with my ensemble because I think uh, it's uh, very difficult to dance uh, with the big group it's uh, not original oriental folk uh, because uh, Raksharki, it, uh, group Raksharki, choreography group Raksharki, it's not original. Oriental Raksharki is solo. It's very new system, for example, Raksharki group. No, before we don't solo like this. It's uh, like uh, new style, cabaret style. But now we dance on uh, Kalsum with the group. Why not? And I think it's very beautiful. In big stage, big group. So nice uh, choreography, so nice music. And uh, very nice technique. Uh, beautiful girl, beautiful costume. It's, uh, it's really like ballet. And, you know, for example, uh, very big uh, choreographer, Maurice Bejar, uh, he died now, of course, uh, but uh, before, he was uh, one big dream. He was make ballet, really ballet, modern ballet, with the music, with the song of Um Kalsum. He was dream because he say Um Kalsum is number one in the world. I think ballet and belly dance are not so far. I think it's close. If you're professional, I think you can take from here, from here, in, and you can uh, go with your way from this culture, from this culture. You, I think uh, we must do study every time in our lives. Uh, and uh, if we know many, many, many information from many cultures, if we visit museum, if we travel a lot, uh, if we see uh, many dancers style, uh, style dance, and if we uh, study many style dance, we can give uh, in our 
belly dance, oriental, some special, some special um, from myself. Because I cannot dance like Randa Kamel, for example. Uh, okay, I like so much style Randa Kamel, but I cannot dance because I don't like being Randa Kamel. I have my special, my way in this world. I think everybody comes in this world for special way in dance, in music, in the art. Um, it's normal. I think it's normal. If you have individual special way, you must be the best. Mm. Uh, if you read it some another way, I think you cannot be the best. Ah, because uh, just uh, copy. Just copy. Mm. It's not interesting. Yeah, and also when you are talking about borrowing elements from like one dance style to another, it's so true, especially if you're talking about uh, choreography rules and adapting dance form for the stage, uh, borrowing from, let's say, more experienced dance style in this question definitely can only benefit uh, developing ballet dance too. And one of the uh, things that also... Especially when you were talking about group performances to Uncle Sum. And yes, it's not traditional, it's not typical, but at the same time, um, I just got on my mind the story that uh, Vanessa um, of Cairo, then she was on our interview, she was talking about just recently in Cairo, in El Balloon Theater, they were doing the whole play uh and was one song, I don't remember exactly, I think it was one of uh, Farid Altrash uh, songs, but if not, he's one of those classic songs. And they were doing group dance to the song, but there was no belly dance there. It was based on ballet and modern like jazz or modern dance, and it was for Egyptian also audience. So it's so interesting how things that we consider maybe not typical or traditional, today they become norm of life, and big stage kind of just embraced uh, belly dance and embraced the culture and... Uh, uh, not that it didn't exist before, but it's getting bigger and bigger in this way. So very interesting. Um, I also want uh, to little bit switch topic because you are helping dancers not only in the sense of choreographies and finding their individuality in dance, you're also helping dancers to uh, show their individuality through costumes because you're one of the most successful uh, costume designer and most known costume designer. Um, and I have a feeling <laughs> that your costume design process is also unique. Uh, because sometimes, if I understood correctly, sometimes you have the idea of costume even before you have a customer or client or dancer to wear, to wear that costume. <laughs> Um, can you tell a little bit more, uh, how, first of all, how did your costume making process started? Uh, what was the very first costume you actually created for ballet dance? <laughs> uh, 
you know, sometimes uh, I cannot understand my choreography with the, another costume. Uh, sometimes we start with the, my student uh, from some country, from Japan or China uh, or from Germany, and I understand she cannot find costume for this choreography. And my students say, Natalie, I I think uh, for this choreography I need a costume from you too, because uh, costume and choreography it's like one spectacle. Help costume help for choreography. Choreography uh, make this costume more beautiful. And all together, choreography and costume special exactly for this girl. You understand? Mm -hmm. Girl costume choreography. These three points make big. A wonderful spectacle, special for she. Uh, I think it's like uh, it's co complete, like all together, um, because uh, if girl go in the stage with some music, with the my choreography, with the special figure, because uh, every girl has a special body. We, we are not uh, similar uh, face, body. Uh, it must to be all special. I don't understand how can you dance the same move, the same dance, just change music. Many times uh, I see like this, uh, but. Uh, mm, my student told me every time, for example, uh, Natalie, I have for, from you costume uh, with the choreography, but I ca it's so beautiful, but I cannot dance with this uh, costume, uh, another choreography, because uh, in my mind, this uh, costume just for this music, exactly for this moving. Exactly for this choreography. Uh, uh, for example, um, if uh, if I uh, explain about like parallel with ballet, in ballet, for example, Giselle uh, or uh, Romeo and Juliet uh, costume, we cannot take costume from this ballet and dance with this costume in another ballet. Not possible. And here, the same. Mm. I make a so beautiful costume exactly for this choreography. And more important, uh, all my choreography, it's uh, like, uh, I cannot say like classic, but my choreography, 15 years old, 10 years old, if girl dance now, it's actual, really, like costume. My costume, for example, my or my daughter, Ebru, we sell our costume, and uh, in other country, girl buy my costume, for example, 10 years ago. And this day, 
she sent me photo or video, she danced with this costume. And very actual, very beautiful. It's uh, uh, interesting, very like uh, kind of different approach because uh, it's so much energy and time and thoughts put specifically into one performance instead of jumping uh, from one song to another. Oh, today's one choreography. Oh, tomorrow I'm already doing another choreography. But in this case, the approach is making each performance and each choreography so precious and unique and uh, uh, very interesting, like completely different approach than many dancers today uh, have because uh, uh, we so want to dance to everything <laughs> and have as many choreographies as possible in the shortest possible time. But uh, uh, that kind of uh, brings a special uh, value to invest in this all this time into creating something really unique and special. So very interesting. Yes, 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 I think so. Uh, I also want to uh, come back a little bit more uh, to your own career as actually as a dancer, not only you helping other dancers through choreographies and costumes to shine on stage, but uh, also talking about your uh, your path. So in 23 years of uh, uh, belly dancing, I guess there was a lot up ups and downs in your uh, personal journey too. Uh, would you mind sharing if uh, you have, uh, if you had sort of like the most uh, difficult down moment possible that you found later strength and energy to sort of come back and to rise again? <laughs> yes, uh, about 10 years, um, I had problem with my leg. Uh, and uh, for me, it's time with, was uh, very bad. This time, normal, I cannot walk, not dance, but this time I dance, not uh, so hard, not so a lot, uh, with uh, too much, I take too much medicine, and I dance this time, and I teach this time uh, my student to, it's uh, 10 years I had uh, pain, so strong pain, uh, now I can believe how can I, uh, how, how can I mm, live this time? Ten years, it's so long time. But uh, last three years, uh, I'm okay. I had, uh, I make uh, two operations and now I'm okay. And uh, now I uh, take my form uh, again and uh, Again, I have uh, my life, and I think uh, I'm born again. My second born in my life, and I'm so happy. I'm so happy. Oh, I can imagine. That's uh, so amazing. It's incredible. Ten years with a leg uh, pain, and this is something that, uh, I mean... On its own, it's already yeah. terrible, but for dancer, it's even more uh, emotionally even exhausting, not only physically exhausting. Uh, yeah. <laughs> it was really a catastrophe, and uh, I don't, uh, I cannot show for the people, uh, I cannot dance, I ca uh, it's a uh, pain for me, I cannot show. I take uh, many medicine, uh, and I dance, 
I dance and I teach uh, 10 years. It's a long time. I cannot uh, see, sit in my home and don't work because I love so much. My job, I uh, dance, it's not uh, just my job. Dance, it's my life. It's my love. Uh, dance, it's me. I cannot understand me without dance. And I, these 10 years was for me very hard and very, uh, oh, very strange. But now it's okay. Um, now it's okay. I start to dance. I start to laugh. I start to my second life. Well, I was about just about to ask what uh, kept you going for 10 years and not switching maybe activity, but you kind of answered already. <laughs> Uh, the dance is just such a part, big part of life. Uh, well, I'm really happy to hear that now you're okay and uh, fully enjoying uh, life and movement and dance specifically. And we are lucky to keep seeing you on stage with uh, and uh, seeing you uh, working and uh, in a dance studio and doing your choreographies. That's so, so awesome. Really happy to hear <laughs> Uh, thank you so much. I'm happy to. <laughs> uh, well, on a completely different note, now going to a more positive, <laughs> uh, positive yeah. uh, question. Yeah. What What would you uh, remember as your most uh, significant or important achievement during your entire ballet dance career? Mm. Uh, mm, I remember uh, my tour with my ensemble Oasis Dance. Uh, group uh, in Korea. I uh, I like um, my group. Uh, in my group was very beautiful, um, really very high level dancer. Uh, Ebru Baker, Anastasia Bisirova, Valeria Putitskaya, and more uh, another Russian dancers. And we was in Korea, it was our tour in Seoul and another city. It really was perfect and wonderful program. I like so much this time. And I, li I like so much, uh, it's so beautiful memories, my uh, tour uh, to Argentina and uh, I love my workshop with 600 students. It's uh, so <laughs> hard energy. It's uh, fantastic. Mm, it's like, uh, mm, I, I don't know, it's like uh, uh, ocean emotion. I give um, too much emotion and I take from the student. It was wonderful, wonderful. And uh, I love so much Amit Talib. It's a wonderful guy. It's my friend, and I love him so so much. And um, I remember a so beautiful time in Cairo. I was with my ensemble too in Ahlan. Um, Rakia Hassan invited me and my ensemble. Uh, dance in the stage in this festival, big, big program, program, 45 minutes, uh, we dance, just my ensemble. 
solo duet groups. It was wonderful program, and uh, I like this stage and invite uh, invitation from Rakia Hassan, my group. It was for me um, very very good, and um, I'm grateful for this invitation. And uh, my girl, my student, uh, my girl from my ensemble was very, really, very, very happy this time. Wow, that's so, so incredible. And all these things talk uh, about you not as only as a great dancer, but also as a great teacher and uh, so many acknowledgements to, uh, to you and to your uh ensemble and your students that it's it's really uh uh really incredible the journey and the path that you took and it's also incredible that uh, on all this journey uh your daughter was uh, uh with you and part of this uh journey too um May I ask, did you actually want uh, your daughter to become a ballet dancer or, or maybe was you like a little bit, uh, how was, how did it happen? Was it like intentional you were encouraging her interest <laughs> or she just uh, naturally fell in love with this dance form? <laughs> Normally, I don't want uh, mm, my daughter re- stay um uh in my job uh, and uh, will be belly dancer no i don't have plan like this mm, but uh, i start i open my school in russia 2004 this time my daughter was uh, teenager time it's uh, uh, really a difficult time for the girl and uh, I take she every time with me in my school because I want to have control. <laughs> uh, and uh, my daughter saw girl in the uh, dance uh, zell, uh, dance school, and uh, she starts um, dance like hobby. Um, she was uh, not uh, so active. She don't have uh, and uh, too much desire uh, for dance. Slowly, slowly, and uh, she starts to dance. But uh, she was uh, more uh, beautiful, uh, 16, 17 years old, and uh, she understands uh, how this move, uh, this style dance, so feminine, so beautiful, and uh, she liked this dance, and uh, she asked me every time, Mama, I want to go this festival for competition. Normally, I don't like to dance, uh, she dance uh, and she go to competition. I say every time, no, I think uh, not good if you dance in competition, ah, stay in home. Uh, <laughs> don't worry, be happy in the home without competition. <laughs> why didn't you want I her? <laughs> I don't know because I think uh, competition uh, need uh, more hard work, uh, and uh, I think my daughter so lazy and uh, oh. she don't want uh, to work hard 
But if you want to go to competition, of course, you need to work very hard. But uh, step by step, <laughs> uh, she uh, like to work very hard. And uh, she, first time she danced uh, in competition in my costume. I don't make for she special costume. She'll uh, open uh, my uh, mm, uh, garderobe and, uh, and uh, she say, Mama, I think this costume for me will be very good. Uh, so beautiful. <laughs> Can you change a uh, uh, little bit ties special for me? <laughs> Uh, I think okay. I I give for she this costume a little bit uh, change. It's okay. Um, and after I make for she, of course, special costume. And uh, and now, of course, she has special costume for special choreography. And now, of course, she she make uh, uh, she make. Uh, choreography a little bit maybe I help if uh, uh, I see I can understand Natalie um, Ebru here I think uh, you can little bit change and will be more beautiful a little bit change. <laughs> <laughs> That's such an adorable uh, story. And it's absolutely fantastic how uh, two fabulous dancers in one family. And uh, you definitely should be proud of your daughter because she is such an inspiration for so many dancers too today. Along together with you. <laughs> That's so awesome. And she has the same name like me. Uh, mm -hmm. Natalie, ma, um, Natalie Becker, and me, Natalie Becker, too. And uh, uh, in one family, uh, two belly dancers, uh, and uh, uh, Spanish belly dancer, not good. And she take uh, stage name, Ebru. And uh, now everybody know uh, she like Ebru Becker, or Ebru. So, and uh, now I think uh, this year uh, we show for everybody our duet. Yes. Uh, uh -huh. I think, uh, yes, I think it will be very great uh, program with uh, duet. Oh. Uh, so nice costumes, costumes, so nice choreography. I think it's very, it will be very interesting. Wait, wait, do you mean that you never danced uh, as a duet before? Never. <laughs> oh, wow. <laughs> that I didn't know. Whoa. Looking forward to seeing uh, the debut of the duet. <laughs> yes, 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 yes. We have uh, so um, uh, so big power and so big energy. I think if we dance together, we'll be a wow. <laughs> yeah, it will be a tsunami. <laughs> Volcano. Yeah, exactly, tsunami. <laughs> exactly, tsunami. But you definitely have some projects that you are working uh, uh, in collaboration uh, with her and creating, and uh, even your current online courses that you are uh, uh, offering dances. And also, I, I cannot. Uh, not also touch this topic, your big, uh, very important event, not only in Russia, but in general in the Baladins world is Oasis Festival. And also you have a project, Oasis Dance Travel. 
Can you please tell yes, yes. about both yes, about yes. festival and uh, also about this uh, dance travel project? Uh, you know, uh, my festival um, was uh, 18 years. It's uh, so long time. And now I feel must to finish this project. Why this festival is finished? Uh, last year in November was last festival, not more Oasis festival, international Oasis festival, uh, closed, closed this project. But um, I open new project uh, Oasis Dance Travel because I think in my project can meet uh, hobby dance and uh, holiday. Mm. We like to go for holiday, visit many countries. Uh, with the dance, we can visit, for example, Turkey, sea, sun, and uh, dance. It's nice. Or we go to Korea. It's very exotic culture, and we can dance. We go to Germany, it's, uh, for example, next, uh, this year, in, de in December, we organize uh, um, Weihnacht uh, in Berlin, then Silvester, uh, and uh, visit uh, Europa, European country, Germany. It's so nice if we mix travel and uh, our hobby dance because many girls want to visit some country and many girls want to meet together with the girls who have the same hobby and we meet together in Turkey many girls from Germany from Korea from China from Russia from Ukraine we meet together we will have uh, nice time together. We travel. We see new country for us. We meet together. We have new friends from many countries. And we dance. It's so nice. And especially now, after a total quarantine mode all over the world, there will be more and more urge to travel and explore different countries in the future once this crazy situation is over. <laughs> ah. Yes, this, uh, this, really, this year, it's so, this year starts so bad for us. I think not uh, for bad for my uh, project, was is dance travel. I think it's very bad for all girls who want to visit many festivals, who have contract visit uh, with the class workshop and the performance. For example, Ebru have um, many festivals and uh, eight festivals cannot visit because all close about this quarantine. So it's so bad. It's so bad for me too, of course. And for my new project, of course, it's bad. But I hope, I hope soon this bad situation finish. Uh, 
and we can meet together dancer from many countries we meet we meet together and we can travel and we can dance together I hope, I hope so much. Yeah, I hope so too. And uh, obviously this is uh, not the pleasant situation at all and sad in many uh, cases. Uh, but we can only decide and choose maybe to use it as a reminder about what we should uh, value <laughs> and what uh, life, normal, like typical life, what values it brings to us and what uh, precious moments of uh, being able to travel, being able to see each other and dance together. And uh, hopefully that can be a great also reminder for us to value those moments that we do have those uh, opportunities and that freedom. Uh, yes. Now we think about our health, uh, and uh, after we can do it all. Yes. For yeah. health. Yeah, that's for sure. Well, I uh, hope uh, you stay safe and healthy and positive during these uncertain quarantine times. And uh, thank you also so much for... Uh, spending your time today with us and sharing your incredible experience and it's always such a great pleasure to uh, talk to and learn from such an incredible and experienced artist uh, like you so thank you so much for coming on the podcast and uh, before i ask our uh, final we have uh, one traditional question that i ask every single guest at the very end but before i do that i want to ask you um how can our listeners uh, connect with you and where should they follow you what is your favorite social media maybe where you um, share what is going on in your uh, creative world. If you can share, that would be great. <laughs> of course, now it's very popular Instagram. And of course, everybody can directly write me and uh, I answer for everybody, no problem. And uh, in Russia, uh, we have uh, so nice social uh, group is contacting and uh, Facebook I write but not so much I think now so popular most popular uh, Instagram I think so and uh, special this time uh, quarantine time um, we uh, organized some online online school with a brew. Mm -hmm. It's really a uh, very original uh, study system uh, where you can uh, study from two teachers. Uh, I think it's very interesting, will be very interesting for people because uh, a brew uh, more modern, more young, and she has a special style and of course I have more experience uh, and I can give uh, of course uh, what I have uh, my experience for the student and two teachers we organize one online school and uh, everybody can write us and uh, can uh, study and uh, with us in our online school. 
And as far as I know, you include there not only Baladin's elements, but uh, physical conditioning, Pilates, uh, some elements from those forms too. Is that correct? Yes, it's correct. Uh, because I, I think uh, our body uh, needs to learn and uh, to practice uh, more uh, our physical muscles to be, uh, must to have and stretching and pilates and yoga, many style. And I give really very good uh, system uh, from classic ballet. Uh, I incorporate this system for belly dance uh, girl. And our body can dance and can have more chance to be beautiful in the stage uh, and have sh more chance, have more good technique, belly dance technique, and not just belly dance technique, more. I think it's good. And Abru, because she have uh, sports school, she have uh, uh, modern dance uh, school, she um, can give some another information with the technique uh, for the girl, uh, some modern jazz, funk, uh, and uh, I think it's uh, very interesting too for the people. Mm, definitely. And I will make sure to include links to your social media in the show notes. So everyone, whoever is listening right now, you know that you can uh, visit show links and uh, uh, quickly find and connect with our awesome uh, guest. Uh, so thank you so much once again, uh, Natalie, for being today with us and sharing your dance uh, story. I know we only scratched. There are so many more themes and topics uh, to talk, but I also want to be uh, mindful of your time. <laughs> uh, so thank you so much uh, for being with us today. And I would love to sum up interview with our traditional question, uh, which sounds like this. We partially talked about it, but I just always ask it and it's a great way to sort of sum up uh, the conversation and the question is what makes you fall in love with belly dance again and again so you keep doing it for so many years mm, I think uh, oriental people so lucky these people have so universal dance Oriental dance. It's not uh, special from Arabian people dance. It's world feminine language for women. I think so. Mm. And uh, this move, this music, uh, this feeling, uh, this dance has really for women from all world. Women, how can be, how can live without uh, feeling, without sexual, without coquette, uh, without um, plastic, like a cat uh, plastic. Uh, and I don't understand how can be women without this. I cannot understand. Oriental dance is 
very, very feminine. If some girl want to be feminine, she must to dance, oriental dance. It's my mind. Yeah, that's definitely one of those uh, dance forms that really, really incorporates all uh, elements of femininity that we uh, typically encode in this uh, this word. So, yeah, thank you so much. That's a beautiful uh, uh, definition of ballet dance. <laughs> yes, Oriental must feminine dance in all worlds. That's it for today, guys. But before you go away, don't forget to screenshot this episode and share it with your friends. And if you post it on social media, please tag me and our guest because we love seeing who is listening to the podcast. Thanks for being with us and I'll see you next week. Same time, same place. It all started with a silly idea of creating some cute balladins gifts, but grew up into a full fashion and lifestyle brand, which is called My Inner Dancer, an online store for passionate dancers. Things change, things evolve, but our premise remains the same. Inspired by balladins, created for life. Check it out at myinnerdancer.com and reveal your inner dancer to the world.